Hello, welcome, and thank you for tuning in to another podcast. In this one, I wanted to talk about energy, and that is conservation of energy, thinking about how tired we are on a paddle, but then also how it can relate to group dynamics. And I've done a video on group dynamics in the past, but I believe it was more on the etiquette of paddling with other paddlers, thinking how you're going to paddle with them, when to show up, etc. But for this one, I want to talk about how we usually plan our day or a paddle session or a trip or how we make sometimes decisions, um, especially if you're paddling with other paddlers of different levels, because some of the things I might say for many of you will be a little bit obvious, but I want you to remember that at least for myself, a lot of times we learned these lessons the hard way. Uh, one of the anecdotes I'm going to be sharing is just from last year. I keep forgetting this because, you know, we get excited when we're on the water or we're on the trip or we're doing something fun. And even though we know better, we still don't make the right decision just because, you know, whatever we're doing might be an awesome time. So we might not want to do the right thing or the thing that will allow us to get home in one piece the easiest. The first thing I wanted to talk about is... Um, when you're planning a trip or you're planning a day paddle or you're just planning to go from point A to point B, you also have to take into consideration how tired you might get throughout the day. Because while you might know that winds might change, you never know really if you might have to paddle against headwinds for way longer than you anticipate. How many times have we been on the water and we are making great progress and all of a sudden you go around a bit of land and then the wind just blasts you in the face and what you thought was going to be the last 5, 10, 20 minutes turns into, you know, an hour push. It's almost as if you're traveling somewhere in your car and then you get to New York City and the last 20 minutes of the drive takes you really an extra hour or two just because traffic is so bad. So the point of this one is that I've just been thinking about this topic and as we progress in our paddling one thing we have to sometimes think about is whatever decision we're making are we still going to have enough energy in our reserve tank to get wherever we're going so whether we go out and we're going to be playing in waves for a while how far are we back to the put-in or if we're going to be camping for the night uh, how much energy do we really need to get there? Um, should we go out of the way and go visit an extra island or something else if we still have this amount? And but and while I know that for a lot of times if we're paddling by ourselves or paddling with a buddy that you know very well, a lot of times you don't even have to think about this. It's it's kind of unspoken. Sometimes when you paddle in a group with different levels, it's something that you have to go out of your way to discuss with other paddlers because I, one thing I, I've noticed many times is when we get excited about being in a group or if we're on a trip or we're going somewhere exciting, it's very hard to say no if people are making choices to go somewhere a little further or to go play in an area or to go tackle something. So another thing to think about, and, and this is besides either getting to the location or turning around and coming home, but just that the fact that the ability to be able to do certain things decreases if we have less energy, like for example, rolling or landing in surf or being able to move your kayak quickly out of danger or 
if 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 you get to the end of the day and you're exhausted, it's going to be a lot harder to then try to surf some big waves and get to um, get to the beach safely. Or if you capsize and you're on a long trip and you haven't rolled in a while, if you're tired, that attempt is going to be a little tougher than if if you're nice and fresh and ready to go. So that's another thing to think about. That even though you might feel perfect, maybe someone in the group, some waves that at the peak of their day they would feel completely comfortable handling, at the end of the day or when they're running on empty, it'll be harder for them to tackle that.、Uh, I remember that happened to me. Uh, when we were out in San Francisco a couple of years back, we went out and we paddled the day, and we played in a couple of places, and we visited a couple of caves. It was awesome. And then on the way back, we hit headwinds. I believe it was like half an hour to forty minutes, just getting back to the launch spot. And it wasn't a long paddle, but the headwind was very strong getting back. And the landing zone was a little rough, and I was timing my waves. And when I thought it was the perfect time to go in, I just didn't have the energy to really push to get to the shore, and it sucked me right back into a breaking wave. It knocked me over, and and you know I popped out. It was okay. I was already on shore, but I know I could have done a much better job if I was fresher or if my stamina level was higher, but. Because we dealt with that headwind for a while, by the time we got back to shore, I was definitely more tired, and that makes me think that if I was tired and I had a bit of trouble, it makes me think that others might as well. So just something else to think about. And then I have I have another example for you. When we were paddling up in Maine、uh, at Blue Hill, it was a course for three days. And we were going to be playing on a standing wave, and we had so much fun, and it was amazing. But because it was right at the start of the year, I had not been paddling a lot before the trip, and so when we were there, we were just giving it our all day after day, you know, trying to get on this standing wave and like playing. And in the morning, we were trying to play in a little bit of white water when it was going in the opposite direction. And on the last morning, I, I mean, I was sore. I was tired. It was day three, and you know how it is when you go to an event that's several days. You're going to give it your all. You're also hanging out all day. You're talking all night. You're having fun. So by day three, we were tired, and we knew we had to drive back all the way back to New York from Maine. And you know how it gets. And between that and being sore and being tired, I was. We were doing some exercises, playing around in eddies and going in and out of current. And I remember very clearly one time that I went out of an eddy into the current, or I think I was pulling out of the current into an eddy. One of my edges caught, and I remember in slow motion going down under. And my mind, I was just so tired that instead of even setting up for a roll, I just pulled my skirt and jumped out. And Jared, who was keeping an eye on us in that spot, he paddled over to me, grabbed my boat, I, I easily climbed back in and got ready, and then kept playing. But I remember saying to him that, looking back, the moment I got in the boat, looking back, I was wearing a dry suit, I was super buoyant. In no time, I was out of the current. I could have rolled up very easily, but my mind. At that point, just shut it straight down. I think because I was so sore and tired, I didn't even give it a shot. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that I could have, if I wanted to, just stretched out my arms and floated on the side of the kayak and then just rolled back up easily. But my body said, "Uh-uh, 
just pull out. You're too tired for this. And and it makes me think that, you know, after years of doing this, I still don't learn my lesson and sometimes push a little too hard on what we need to do. But I just thought it was an interesting topic to share some thoughts on this and and see what people thought about it. Um, So I guess to recap, just if you're paddling with a group and you're going out for the day and you think that for some people, this might be maybe a little bit outside their comfort zone, just keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on their energy levels. And sometimes some instructors and guides, what they'll do is they'll ask for people's energy levels or they'll ask how everyone's doing in a way that people don't feel like they where people feel comfortable sharing that. So sometimes they just say, everyone close your eyes, put up from one to five, how many how many fingers, how, how comfortable you feel about this or how, how strong you feel right now or how tired you are. And because sometimes, you know how it is, if, if there's a group and four out of five people really wanna go surfing, it's hard to be the person that says, you know what, I'm actually kinda tired or my shoulder hurts a bit from that last rescue and I don't really wanna go do it right now. It's hard to say no. And so if we're on the other side and we're making those decisions, I think it's important for us to have that into account that there might be someone in the group that either just has a little less energy or maybe it's not up for it and we should keep an eye on that as well. But we should also do that for ourselves. And that's kind of where the idea to do this podcast came from, where very often I'll think, all right, I'm going to go out. We're going to go play in these waves here and we paddle out and we have so much fun. And then I'm just pushing and pushing. And I think, ah, just one more, ah, just one more, just one more. And then sometimes you get stuck with headwinds or by that time now returning, the tide is much stronger than we were hoping for because we thought we'd return earlier, but we were having so much fun. We just pushed it off and now everyone's exhausted and we have to try to make it back to the put-in. So that's just something to keep in mind. Uh, I'd love to hear if anybody has any interesting stories or good stories or fun stories or things they like to do maybe when it comes to paddling with groups and how they manage energy levels across all the different paddlers in the group. I hope that was helpful. Drop me a line at contact at kayakhipster.com anytime on any future topics or this topic. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you next time.